Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker, author of Confessions of a Movie Attic, right here at www.blogtalkradio.com. Hi, all you movie fans out there. This is Betty Jo Tucker thanking you for tuning in to Movie Attic Headquarters. We have to begin uh, on a sad note today by sending our condolences to the fans, friends, and family of the legendary Leonard Nimoy who passed away a few days ago. He will be greatly missed, and we'll talk a little more about that in a few more seconds. But we do have a very unusual show for you today, folks, because I'll be reviewing Whiplash, Boyhood, Out of the Dark, and... uh, possibly some other films, if we have time, that have motivated me to write poems, of all things, about them. Now, the first two movies recently received Best Picture Oscar nominations, and the third is a suspenseful horror release, which opened last Friday. Personally, this is a uh, risky show for me. <laughs> it's the first time I've shared my film poems on Movie Attic Headquarters, and uh, I hope listeners will enjoy them. But happily, our producer extraordinaire, Nikki Starr, has agreed to co-host today. So I look forward to her lively and perceptive reactions. <laughs> Let's bring her on right now. Thanks so much, Nikki, for agreeing to do double duty today. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm always excited to be here. And, I mean, just to share the time with you and hear your take, I'm super excited about the poetry, too. So, Well, I'm so surprised about that, uh, Nikki. Uh, as I was mentioning before the uh, show started, the uh, announcements that I send out about our shows each week, this one uh, got the most response, the most feedback already. So it must be the, the poetry that's, that's getting everyone interested. But before we do the film poems, um, I thought we'd talk a little bit about uh, Leonard Nimoy because I know sure. you've been a fan of his for a long time. Mm-hmm. Isn't that right? It is. It is. I actually, like I'm getting teary just talking about it. It's interesting because um, when I heard about it, I really felt like a dear friend had passed away. And because Star Trek and everything he's done has been such an integral part of my movie life and TV life and my imagination and everything. So yeah, it was it was very very sad for me and very sad for all of his fans and his family and and it's he's just going to be deeply missed, deeply. I agree with you. <laughs> I I liked him of course as uh Mr. Spock, but I was so impressed with one of the last things that he did which was on TV where he played uh uh, Dr. Bell in Fringe. That was one of my oh, favorite yes. series. Mm-hmm. Oh, Me he too. was so that voice of his and that uh, yep. authority and that uh, dignity that mm-hmm. that he brought with to, uh, brought with him to that role. I thought was was very very impressive. And the build and, up too, because we didn't know who it was. Remember, they didn't. Exactly. They, 
we just didn't know who it was. And for it to be him, I actually squealed. I was like, oh, of course it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he, well. he has that. He had that much of a presence and just exactly. a very fine actor. Very fine. Absolutely. Uh, he. I didn't realize until I checked out on Internet Movie Database that he had over a hundred acting credits, 134 or something like that. And of course, most of it was in um, the uh, Star Trek movies uh, and the uh, television series. He's just been in so many different television mm-hmm. series and brought and just made them better. You know, he he always, whenever he was in something, oh, yes. it was always better because he was in it. And and actually, he did. Some stage work uh, in the musicals, Fiddler on he the Roof. He did, and he sang. Yes, yes, yeah. that is well, correct. That voice, that, he did. He sang. That, a, he sang a Bilbo Baggins song, which is so fun. Really? Oh yes. I yes, did not you can know. find it on YouTube. You've got to oh, see it, good. Betty Jo. Yep. <laughs> After the show, I'm going to go to YouTube and I'm going to listen yep. to him sing that. Well, you know, uh, Nikki, since we're we're doing uh, poems today. Mm-hmm. I, I just um, did did one for uh, for Leonard Nimoy, and I'll just uh, oh, it's, it's short, and I'd, I'd like to to read it now. Live long, prosper. That's what he said. He helped us dream of things ahead. Leonard Nimoy, the actor's name, but Doctor, but Mr. Spock earned him his fame. Mm-hmm. His films and shows we still can watch. They're worth. We still can view. They're worth the watch, both old and new. Mm-hmm. But he'll be missed by lots of fans. His loss is felt in many lands. And I meant that last line because it's not just here in the U.S. Okay. that uh, that he will be missed. It's it's throughout the world because his fans came from uh, from many many uh, countries, and uh, it was just universal. Don't you agree? Yes, I absolutely agree. He transcended all barriers of, you know, race and even even sexuality. He just was very special, very special. And so many I'm different really types of him. people. I think so. <laughs> I'm getting teary-eyed, getting teary-eyed here, yeah, too. I'm going to miss him. Well, okay. I, I wish we could talk longer. As you as you mentioned, uh, we we could do a whole show uh, on 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 this actor, and and maybe we maybe we will do that when on a, on his birthday or uh, anniversary of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. We'll we'll put that on our uh, schedule. But I think we should move into the topic that we uh, have advertised. So, is there anything you'd like before, to know before? Yes, absolutely. Before we start, I just was wondering, since obviously we've been working together for years and years, I was just wondering. What like why did you decide to write film poems instead of like your regular movie reviews for these? Well, I you know I took a little um, journey into my past because <laughs> I was asked that that same uh, question uh, recently, and uh, I I just have to blame it on a movie that was released back in two thousand one, and it's uh, the movie is uh, Gosford. Park. I don't know whether you've heard of that movie or not, but it was a movie I was looking forward to so much. It, it's kind of a combination of Downton Abbey and Murder <sighs> on the Orient Express. And, oh, I love both of, both of those. Me too. 
And uh, at the time, Downton Abbey didn't exist. It was upstairs, downstairs, but it was still the same, you know, sort of background, the same mm-hmm. sort of period, period of time. And um, I, I really was so disappointed with that movie. It's directed by the late Robert Altman. He's one of my all-time favorite filmmakers. He directed MASH. He directed Nashville, many, many other movies. And he got an honorary Oscar before he passed on, you know, to be recognized for how the wonderful work he's done for, for movies. And I just was a big fan of his. So, and I I realized how much I dislike writing negative reviews. You know, I'm a movie fan, I know. movie addict. Mm-hmm. So, I just I I just don't I I just know that there's all this work that's put into the movies. But as a movie critic, I have to be honest. You know, if I don't like a movie, so I got to thinking about Gosford. Park. And by the way, it had Helen Mirren in it. It had Maggie oh. Smith in it. It had Clive Owen in it. I mean, it just had, you know, a wonderful cast. Uh, and it was even nominated for Best Picture and a few other nominations. But you didn't care too. for it? I, I didn't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read, okay. uh, read the poem. And the reason okay. I wrote, I thought, well, if Robert Altman reads this poem, I mean, here's this poem or reads this poem, because it would have been on the, you know, on the movie-related site or where they check out the reviews, maybe it would be less hurtful to the people in, involved <laughs> if it's done. In, if it was in poem prose. Oh, I love that. Okay. So, so anyway, this is this is where it all this is where it all started, and I call this poem uh, the Gosford Park Shuffle, and so here it is. And I was practicing reading it a little while ago. And uh, I think I had I, I had the rhythm to the ball and the jack in mind, <laughs> doing oh, the ball and the jack when nice I wrote cadence. this poem. Okay. But okay, here it goes. <clears throat> Let me get a little sip of water. Sure. <laughs> okay. You're invited for a weekend at a country estate. Pack your finest duds, wouldn't want to be late. Arriving in the drawing room, pardon me, you're surrounded by class. Who's who and what's what? You are dying to ask, doing the Gosford Park shuffle. First, you try to put each guest in his or her place and match those British accents with each handsome face. Then you meditate and cogitate with all of your might, hoping against hope everything turns out right, doing the Gosford Park shuffle. Next, you watch the butlers, maids and such, to learn about each one, but not too much. After shaking your head, at the gossip going on, you ask yourself where all the action has gone, doing the Gosford Park shuffle. Finally, when you see that a murder is done, you're not surprised because you know the one who did the deed and when and why. So you chuckle at that bumbling inspector guy doing the Gosford Park shuffle. After the film is over, you're curious to know why it caused Robert Altman's reputation to grow and won directing awards for the world to see despite all its faults. That's the true mystery, doing the Gosford Park Shuffle. Oh, brilliant. I can so see why that makes a negative into a positive. (laughs) I thought I was hoping. But you know that wasn't wasn't Robert Altman clapping. (laughs) uh, (laughs) That made me feel better. (laughs) Made made me feel better to clap. But I did... did, uh, 
pay him back, you know, later uh, when I saw, I think this was one of his last movies, A Prairie Home Companion, and mm-hmm. I uh, really uh, did a, a poem as sort of an ode to that movie. It was it was so great. So so anyway, you got the picture of Gosford Park. You might like it anyway because it had some of the things that you enjoy, you know. the Right. Uh, re- yeah, so you might check it out just to see if you agree. I'm going to have with to. What I I'm going to have to just because of your poem, by the way. <laughs> okay, good. Oh, for sure. That, that worked. That was that awesome. Worked it. <laughs> yeah. And you know, Nikki, there are two um, movies that were nominated for the Oscar that um, I, I was really unhappy about not liking because I wanted to like these movies so much mm-hmm. because they had Boyhood and American Sniper and they just had uh, so many people who raved about these films and uh, the Boyhood uh, director Richard uh, Linklater he spent 12 years filming this right and the actors, you know, committed to 12 years, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just to not like it just seemed like it's almost... It's unprecedented, a, right. Yeah. So uh, so anyway, I thought, well... And then the other one, American Sniper, Clint Eastwood, one of my favorite directors. Mm-hmm. So, so I thought, well, I better do poems about them. And so here's the uh, boyhood poem. I call it Surviving Childhood. Boyhood has won a lot of praise. It's a 12-year shoot. It's 12-year shoot. Took many days. A boy grows up, as most will do. Is that a plot? Not in my view. (laughs) But actors play their roles with ease. No fault with them. They strive to please. They also age before our eyes. And so they should. It's no surprise. Sorry I'm a party pooper for a film most think is super. <laughs> did you like that last? I did. <laughs> I, was I did. So proud you of know, it. of course. I I want to ask more though. See, that's the intriguing thing about you writing your reviews in poetry. So there, it's very <laughs> ambiguous. So it leaves more for interpretation. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, what is, hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I know you're going to watch that one soon. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Yeah, I think but, on Friday. Good. I, and then let me know about it. But I, but I'm very proud of the, that last <laughs> couple of lines. Oh, I don't blame Sorry, you. Sorry, I'm you a party be. pooper for exactly. I think is super. So <laughs> I'm great. apologizing, apologizing to be uh, negative about it. And of course, <laughs> we know that uh, that it was a favorite, one of the favorite mm-hmm. films to win the Oscar. Yeah. It didn't, and the director didn't win. I was quite surprised that he didn't. But we did get. Um, Patricia Arquette we did. won the Best Supporting Actress, and she did. Her performance was just excellent. I couldn't call down any of the performances. It just uh, didn't seem to me like the, the plot was uh, very interesting. But um, I'm definitely in the minority, even though Larry agreed with me, my husband. But um, most everyone oh, else who's I've seen it really, really enjoyed it. So I think you'll probably enjoy it and I uh, hope you'll you'll let me know when you do. And then there was American Sniper that's just breaking all box mm-hmm. office records and people, you know, causing a lot of conversation and so who am I 
<laughs> to not like it, but I but I have to be honest about it. And the only way I feel comfortable about writing about the, this movie was to do uh, a, a poem about it, and I call it The Sheepdog Way. Did you happen to see American Sniper? I did, and I read the book as well, yes. That's right, so you know so you know about this. But anyway, mm-hmm. so you'll know what I mean about the sheepdog way. And this is, uh, this is the uh, poem that I wrote. Protect your herd, his father said. Don't be a sheep or wolf instead. So Chris lived life the sheepdog way. Brothers in arms he saved each day. Sharpshooting as a Navy SEAL, Chris made his mark, a hero real. But this film lacks a human touch, video game-like way too much. Shooting, shooting, and little more, the film ends up too story poor. Yeah. I I actually agree with you 100%. Absolutely. Even though you enjoyed the film. um, I'm the type of movie lover that can enjoy the film even though I don't agree with it or I feel that there are flaws in that film. Um, maybe because I read the book that filled in a lot of the things that were missing that happened to be more personal and feeling and not video game-like. So I think maybe I had an advantage because I'd already read the book. However, I was very disappointed in the movie. Not in the acting, not at all, but I just think that it could have been so much better. <laughs> I just really yes. do. I, I felt I agree. shallow. Yeah, there were some superficial things uh, yep. in it, and um, but Bradley Cooper, he's always so watchable, mm-hmm. and I was glad to see him get nominated for Best Actor in um, you know playing Chris Kyle, but the uh, it was just so re- so repetitive. The home scenes were repetitive when he was at home, and the mm-hmm. and the shooting, you know, the sniper sniper scenes were repetitive. But one thing that it did do show how uh, how much he was committed to the mission and mm-hmm. what he was dedicated to, and then uh, how it uh, impacted his home life. I, I thought it did a, a pretty good job of that. Was that uh, similar to the book? Oh yes. Well, the one thing about the book that was great is that it has, it'll have, um, the chapter will start with Chris and then it will go to his wife. So there's a neat take on his version and then hers, which I think was very critical to the, to the sentiment and value of the book that I felt was very missing in the movie. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. Yes. So you got both, you got her take and his of the same situation or scenario which I thought was brilliant in the book. I'm not quite sure why they didn't do it in the movie, but I felt that that was missing. So you do recommend the the book? I do, I do. Um, I think it was interesting because the screenwriter completely rewrote the script after Chris Kyle got murdered, which I found very interesting. Yes, and they talk about it a lot at the end of the book. Um, They have one whole chapter about how he rewrote it. It was going to be a completely different type of movie until, you know, Chris Kyle had gotten murdered, and I'm glad that he changed it, you know, to take to be more of a take on the PTSD and what does happen and how, you know, the military, no matter no matter how dedicated you are, changes everything about who you are. 
I just think they could have gone a lot further, and I really, really enjoyed the book. I recommend the book. If I had seen and, the movie uh, before I read the book, I probably would not have read the book. So I'm glad I read it first. Yeah, that's usually the case, I think. That uh, Usually, yes. Uh, it, it usually is, yes. Well, well, I'm I'm so glad that you you saw that, so you're able to understand where I was coming from with the, uh, oh, yeah. with this, uh, yeah, with that that poem that I that I wrote. It was great. And uh, thank you very much. And you know, after I did that uh, Gosford Park poem, I I enjoyed writing the the poem so much that oh. even when I when I enjoyed a movie. I would every once in a while write poems. Right now, I think I have close to uh, 40 that I've written. And I, I love uh, that. And I, I, there is a publisher interested in the po- in a, a book of film poems. So maybe if I can do a few more, <laughs> maybe I'll get a, another book out of it. But, but it's just uh, these things just come to me. You know, when I can't write a regular review, it seems like as soon as I start with the poetry. It just comes, and it's a lot. It's a lot easier and a, a lot more fun. But there's it's one very film. inspired. Yeah. Well, thank you. Do you think I, uh-huh. Dr. Seuss, is any trouble? <laughs> I love any it. Trouble? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so I think glad he should to... probably be afraid. But the fact that 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 there might be a um, that this might be a new genre. Oh, excuse me. That this might be a new genre. You know what I mean? Of poetry and movie film. reviews altogether. I just think it's yes, awesome. and I know another um, another critic who is um, involved in doing uh, poems, and I, I think a new Ooh. a new book that he's putting out. You know Richard Jack Smith that we've had on the show from yes, Wales, yes. And his poetry, he sent me a couple of his poems, and they're more um, intellectual and uh, oh. <laughs> more uh, uh, vivid. Uh, you know, calling up Im- images than mine are. So, mm-hmm. uh, so maybe we're maybe we're on the uh, cusp here of a new, <laughs> as you say, a new genre. But the but the movie that I just uh, loved that was nominated for an Oscar and did win, I believe three three Oscars, is the one that I'd like to to talk about now. And and it is Whiplash. And I want to say a few words about it before I read the poem, because. Honestly, Nikki, it's—I call it an adrenaline-fueled musical thriller—and it had those two great performances. One by J.K. Simmons, who mm-hmm. did win the Best Supporting Actor Oscar, and the other by Miles Teller. And uh, they played—they uh, both electrified the screen. The Teller played this uh, ambitious drum student, and mm-hmm. J.K. Simmons was this uh, abusive instructor or mentor and I thought it definitely they definitely deserve a poem so uh, here goes I, I call it a drum roll please <laughs> this drummer boy strives to be best his goal to play above the rest will he survive a teacher who makes students cringe For things they do, this teacher man shames students all. He boosts them up, then sees them fall. Both actors here held me enthralled. Acting, I think, their art is called. Whiplash deserves an Oscar shot. Intensity is what it's got. 
<laughs> I had to clap because I like the I like the movie so much. <laughs> so, but anyway, uh, if you decide to see it, Nikki, oh, I will for sure. You you have to be prepared to be exhausted by the end of the film. It's it's can so I, fast. Yeah, can I honestly tell you that the um, previews exhausted me and the trailer exhausted yes. me? So I can imagine that. Yes. Oh, I'm a huge fan of J.K. forever, since Oz. I mean, he's to me, I think he's one of the most underrated actors ever. So I was very, very pleased that he won. Yeah, I was very happy that that, mm-hmm. uh, that, that happened. I, I didn't think he had. Um, I thought he was, he was way, way above the other nominees, although they did, they did uh, good jobs. But he was just in a class all his own. And this movie, my gosh, the sound... It has this, these wild drum routines. It has loud jazz band numbers and jaw-dropping dialogue. And then these emotionally draining interactions between the, the, uh, the student and the, and the mm-hmm. teacher. And they just they weigh heavy on your heart and soul, actually. But you're just so moved, and you can't forget the movie after you've, after you've seen it. So it's uh, and and the whole theme of how far you you will go to reach you know achieve greatness. It's really mm-hmm. uh, quite uh, quite a different movie, quite unusual, and one that I think you will. I, I hope you see it. I know it is out on DVD now. Mm-hmm. So well, we so actually have it in our queue. I'm very 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 excited to see it. I knew I knew from the trailer and from the previews that I did want to see it. I just knew that also that it was going to be intense and made me might make me feel uncomfortable, but that's okay. I like that about a movie. So. Well, yeah, you feel something. You know, mm-hmm. it's not it's not something. It's not fluff. It's not something that you will forget about, and and you start thinking about uh, both of them. Both of them. You know, both characters. You know. Uh, you you just feel feel so sorry for the drummer, and you know what he's aiming at, and mm-hmm. and and you and you look at the methods being used by this teacher, and you just go, uh, you know, your jaw does drop. <laughs> the things that he I'm will, really looking forward that, to it. That he will do. I think you. Yeah, that's another one I'd like for you to let me know about after you. Of um, course. After you see it, um, and and then I I want to. Uh, tell everybody about a movie that was just released last Friday. It's called Out of the Dark. It's That's one right. of the most frightening horror ghost stories <laughs> that I that I've seen in a in a long time and uh since it's now playing at selected theaters, I thought it would be good to call listeners attention to it. It stars uh, Julia Childs and um Scott Speedman plus this darling little actress named Pixie Davies, and if you if you love ghost stories, you'll you, you won't want to miss it. This is one that uh, that I have to tell AJ about uh, oh, because I, you know how he likes the, oh, the yeah. horror movies and you know movies about <laughs> child a child in jeopardy. They always get mm-hmm. my full attention. And this one is just you, you just feel so. So frightened uh, about what happens to the youngster in uh, in question. She plays a character named um, Hannah, who gets uh, taken, and then from then on, you're on the edge of your your seat. So, so here's the uh, poem that I wrote. 
about Out of the Dark, and my poem is called Sins of the Past. A tiny girl cannot be found. Her mom and dad look all around. Where is she now? Is she okay? Do ghosts of kids want her to pay? Dark secrets get revealed at last of greed and grief from years gone past. Grim evils are hard to forgive. Still Hannah has the right to live. Out of the dark makes us feel fear for this lost child so sweet, so dear. Now, I was going to try to find some scary music, but I don't think we have any on the switchboard. (laughs) (laughs) You're so talented. I really love your rhyming and the beat of the of the poems, and that's really nice. Well, this one just wrote itself because it uh, you know it pulls you in, and uh, you and the music in the background you know gets your emotions going, and whenever you've got a little little child in jeopardy, you're going to you know just say, oh, what's going to happen? You know how mm-hmm. how is how is it going to turn out? And uh, this is filmed in Colombia, so the location shots are uh, really, really great. And the color palette that the director uses oh, adds to the atmosphere of of the entire thing. So I'm highly recommending out of the out of the past, out of the dark, out of the dark, which is right. about sins yep. of the sins of the past. Well, we're okay. we're moving along nicely. I think we're we're going to be able to uh we're going to be able to talk about a, a movie that hasn't been released yet, but it's winning so many awards on the uh, film festival circuit. And the name of the move of the movie is it's wild. <laughs> it's three holes and the smoking gun, gun. and it's another okay. psychological <laughs> psychological thriller. And the reason I'm so excited that I can talk about it and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, tell our listeners is because the uh, lead actor from Three Holes and the Smoking Gun, James Wilder, is going to be our guest on March 24th. So um, people won't want to won't want to miss that. I'm going to tell you a little bit about uh, James Wilder. He portrayed an ambitious lawyer in TV's Equal Justice, a drug-dealing seducer in Melrose Place, and a demonic serial killer in the acclaimed movie Murder One. So he's got he's he's playing an he's playing a screenwriter, a washed-up Hollywood screenwriter who's trying to get his uh, get in on the action. Uh, uh, with a, a, a screenplay that one of his students has written, that's the best screenplay that he's ever that he's ever seen. So that's that's enough uh, background, I think, mm-hmm. for me to to read uh, my poem, which is called "Screenplay Mania." Screenplay stealing is just not fair, even for one that's great and rare. In this movie, a tale is told of such a theft by someone bold. Repercussions, of course, ensue. Bad things happen, not just a few. Who would do such an awful thing and not expect a bell to ring? Familiar words, similar type, characters who seem so alike. What is this film with mischief, mischief done? It's three, hole, three holes and a smoking gun. Great. 
<laughs> so I want, great. I want oh, he's going to love it. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be, that yeah. is really great. It's a guy, you know, it's uh, charming but sleazy. <laughs> It's mm-hmm. the part, part that uh, that James Wilder plays, and we'll find out more about that on the uh, on the twenty fourth. Well, I, I those are the ones that I was most uh, interested in uh, in reading, and I'm glad that we had time I had time to do that. But you know what? I think we have time for a message from two of our loyal listeners and I'm so glad we have time Excellent. to do this and I'm I'm scrolling down the switchboard to make sure that we we get them both in and I'm almost there here we go Hi comedian Nancy Lombardo here host of Comedy Concepts Blog Talk Radio and when I need my movie fix you'll know where I'll be found that's right every Tuesday at 4 p.m. listening to listening to Movie Attic Headquarters with your host, Betty Jo Tucker. She's the real deal in what's happening on film. And if you're not real careful, you might hear the confessions of a movie addict. So get your popcorn and stay right there in your seat for Movie Attic Headquarters. And now back to our feature. I love both of them. The last one I hadn't heard. You hadn't heard. That's great. Well, I want to thank thank them both for those fun promos. And um, I I hope listeners will please go over and check out Comedy Concepts, uh, which is uh, hosted by the hilarious Nancy Lombardo, who I believe is in the chat room now. And uh, her her Hi, show, Nancy. which is just so great, it it's uh, here airs right here on Blog Talk Radio every Monday and Friday at ten thirty a.m. Yeah, Eastern Time. I really love She's to fantastic. listen to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. She is. We're so lucky to have her on the on on our uh, network and and uh, mm-hmm. over on Dreamstream Radio, we have oh, yes. uh, George Bettinger who's Mr. Showbiz himself, and he has a show that I always like to recommend to our listeners, the Mom and Pop Shop radio show. At, and that's every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time. That show is just filled with the nostalgia and uh, mm-hmm. fun and everything entertaining. And then He's so incredibly talented, yes. He is. He can do all these voices, Groucho mm-hmm. Marx and Jack Benny, and he's been on our yeah. show and – and I think he would play Dracula once on our show. He did. <laughs> whatever, In his life, whatever voice they've done, yeah. they've done. Yeah, they've been together on the show too. Yes, and they were they were so good. He and uh, mm-hmm. he and his wife uh, Lizette. She's she has such a beautiful singing voice, and uh, she's quite a good actress too. So they're they're quite the uh, talented pair. And then we don't want to forget all the diverse shows on the Wacko Network. Here on Blog Talk Radio, my gosh, they've got something—you know, one or two shows every every day. They 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 do things over the weekend. There's something for everybody in the Wacko Wheelhouse, and they're always so 
supportive of uh, Movie Addict Headquarters, so we don't want to miss, uh, we don't want the uh, listeners to miss out on um, on those shows, and I'm sure there are, there are many, many more. Well, you know, I think, um, Nikki, we can talk a little bit about what's coming up the rest of March, because oh, it's, it's quite an uh, quite an interesting month, and I think our our listeners will will enjoy hearing what we have on on uh, on the schedule for them. Now, next week we will be we will be dark, but there's one, two, three, four, five Tuesdays in March. Mm-hmm. So don't worry, we'll have our we'll have four shows, and so we'll be back on March 17th, which is St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. And appropriately, we will be doing a special tribute to the famous Irish movie star Maureen O'Hara, and I'm oh, really awesome. looking forward to that because we we have talked uh, our film historian James Colt Harrison into being with us, and classic movie guide founder Diana Sanger, and you know they are yes. two of our oh, favorite. They're so great guests. together too. What a great and show that so, will be. So I'm really looking forward forward to that, and I'm uh, trying to find because Maureen O'Hara didn't do much uh, singing in the movies. I don't ever remember her singing in the movies, but she had a, a beautiful singing voice. So I'm looking for maybe an Irish song that she sang that we can I'll have to put help on you a switch, okay. switchboard right. and, and uh, actually have our listeners hear her her beautiful voice. And then I didn't we know that she sang so. See, I didn't either. Okay. So I was watching right. PBS and saw a show about uh, Irish entertainers, and there she was, gorgeous as ever, singing an Irish song. And I said, "What?" Okay. <laughs> you know, and well, I grew up with well, her. Do films. our best to find something that that the listeners can listen to. Okay, that'll be good. That would be good. That would be mm-hmm. good. Uh, we have some time to to work on that. We do. And then mm-hmm. on the twenty fourth, we have mm-hmm. um, I had already mentioned James Wilder. And I'm really looking forward to that. And I'm hoping that on the 31st of March, we will have an interview. I'm going to have to tape it, though. Uh, so I, I haven't even told you about this yet, uh, Nikki. But Hugh O'Brien, who was Wyatt Earp yes. on TV and in all sorts of movies and all sorts of TV shows and he's turned 90 years old oh my. but he's written a book called Hugh Bryan or what's left of him and it's just <laughs> it's just the most wonderful book with all sort of vignettes about all the people that he's that he's worked with and uh, so if I can get uh, you know uh, get him on tape then I'll be talking with you uh <laughs> Nikki about getting that tape uploaded Sure, and you know, so let me know can... too when you let me know when you do the interview because I'll read the book before, and I can Good. I would like to sit in for the interview even you know whenever it happens. So that'd Absolutely. be great. Oh yes, I I would definitely want you there. So so what do you think about that lineup, Nikki? I think it's fantastic. What a great march, and it might be spring. <laughs> we might be out of the snow. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> What's it like? What's it like where you are? Actually, right now, okay, so, you know, I live in western North Carolina, and we have gotten so much snow. But over in the past two days, I've gotten out. The snow's melted enough that I can get out. And so that's been a dream come true because, quite literally, we were snowed in for three weeks. Same here. 
Yeah, it's it's really. I mean, been, and I don't uh, get cabin fever, Betty Joe. I mean, I love being at home, but it's when you can't get out. You know what I mean? Like I might not go out, but when I can't get out, oh, I want to go out. <laughs> yes, I know you don't want to be trapped. That's that's Mm-mm. for sure. And all I do is like to sit and look at the snow. I don't like oh, to get out pretty. in the snow. No, 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 look no, at, no. Look at the mm-hmm. snow. Oh, and I yes, forgot and we... to tell every. Yeah, I forgot to tell everyone that this Friday. Oh, be still my heart. Hugh Jackman is in a movie called Chappie that's opening throughout the country. Oh, yes. That's right. So I'm hoping I get out. Oh, I love those previews. No. Okay. Yeah. So that, so that uh, all of you, uh, dear listeners, who uh, can get out and aren't snowed in, maybe you should head to the multiplex to see Hugh yes. Jackman. This has Absolutely. been so much fun, Nikki. I'm so glad that you that you uh, had had your usual uh, lively comments about everything, and you always add so so much to the show. So so it's time to wrap things up. This is Betty Jo Tucker giving a big shout out to the folks at Blog Talk Radio for their support, and of course to Nikki for everything she does for Movie Addict Headquarters, including Double Duty. And to our chatters and other listeners, I hope everyone enjoyed the show. And um, I do uh, hope that you'll come back on St. Patrick's Day to hear our tribute to Maureen O'Hara. And in the meantime, don't you forget to check out our film reviews. All of these um, poem reviews are over at realtalkreviews.com. That's R-E-E-L, realtalkreviews.com. That's all for now, folks. Here's the talented A.J. Daniels to close the show with a song Nikki and I dedicate to all our Blog Talk Radio listeners.
love. 